out. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name's Blay, and this is the podcast where two selfish best friends try to become better friends. Probably a bad idea. Horrible idea. By trying to convince the other person to take up a new passion or hobby or thing. Uh, Every week we have a brand new issue, we have a brand new expert guest, and the loser today will donate to a brand new charity. RJ, what is the charity you or I will be donating today? And what is the issue? Well, Blay, today's charity is Good Sports. Good uh, they're pretty cool. They give kids a lifelong benefit of sport and physical activity Ooh. by providing okay. new equipment, apparel, right. and footwear to those in need. If you guys also want to go donate, you can go to goodsports.org. They don't say what kind of footwear, by the way. It could be like those sandals that are you put your feet in the fish mouths. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, that's Crocs. not going to help you. Yeah. That's not going to help you. That's true. They don't say they, they should specify cleats. I'm just saying, you know, also like, what are they making jocks? I mean, it could depend on the sport. You might need those fish feet shoes for well, some yeah, kind of true. sport. You know? I don't, maybe that's what they were in curling. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, All right. Maybe. Well, so it's going to be sport related. So what's our issue today? Okay. So these arguments seem to be getting a little tougher. Uh, a little heated, I would say. Uh, heated, a little, he- a little it's tougher. It's starting to get personal. It's starting to get personal. <laughs> starting to get personal. <laughs> Dangerous, you might say. Uh, this week... I know I've said this the last few weeks. I truly mean that this week might be the most difficult thing I've tried to convince you. And that is that you and I and some of our pals, including the guests today, should go to a football game. Oh, no. Go to a football game. I'm not saying play football. I'm not saying, you know, invest in a football team. It is a very easy. It is getting personal. Let's just go to a football game. Today's guest is one of our good friends. Uh, He is a owner of this amazing company called Micron Disinfection. Uh, His name is Josh Wilson. He is the biggest. This is no joke biggest football fan I have ever met. What's up, Josh? Hey, how's it going, boys? How are you? Yeah, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, Dude, Josh, wh- Josh, what? what what's your, yeah, okay, go. All right, you go. There's, you just, go. there's just so much to say, so much to ask, Josh. Okay. So. I'm going to be pacing. I'm going to be pacing in anger. Before, <laughs> before we get into football, before we get into football, let's just let Josh, let, let's give him a chance to plug. Tell us about Micron Disinfection. Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Thanks, and there's, a so, there's a football connection. There is, there brand. is. No, we're very on brand. This is not a shameless plug. So wow. right. micro, micro, Micron Disinfection uh, offers indoor air filtration and surface disinfection for uh, sports, entertainment, and education. So we work with a lot of uh, a lot of Hollywood studios, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, and uh, a lot of local school districts in LA or Manhattan Beach-based and woman-owned business. And we are a proud partner and official disinfection service provider for Aaron Blair's new favorite two teams, the Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles Chargers. Woo! Wow. Baby. Love it. Wait, the Rams and Chargers? This is a stupid question. <laughs> Those are different teams? Oh, my God. Oh, we got a lot are of work to do. Sports? <laughs> yeah. Are they different sports or the same sport? Same sport, different conferences. We got a lot of work to do. How long is this? How long we got today? Different two hours? Da- different, uh, different conferences, same stadium. New awesome stadium, stadium. which oh, we can Christ. get into later because oh, we have Christ. to go to same the stadium. stadium, different, same stadium, different conferences, same sport. Are they the same animal? Are Rams and Chargers kind of the same thing? 
Uh, they're what not. The no. Just why one? Te- why two teams? Just have one. All right, we'll get into it. Okay. Uh, so wait, I have a question for you, dude. <laughs> COVID, man. COVID's been crazy. COVID. Crazy. We need disinfected out there. We need things clean. Yes, sir. What's your strategy? Now you can kind of see my apartment here. You yeah. can kind of see it a little bit. Yeah. There's what's yellow your strategy? Over it. What's your strategy coming into? A cesspool, a jambalaya of germs, a a disgusting chili bowl full of ch- fucking nasty shit in my apartment. You look at this. Salad. What do you do? What do you yeah. do? What's your strategy coming in? Light it on fire. Just we start light over. a fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> light it on fire. Start over. Yeah. They yeah. offer that. You're, really, you're also yeah. you're also a construction business. Then you yeah. pass me over. Correct. Construction yeah. business. correct. Correct. That's, That's correct. Smart. That's smart. No, you're a businessman. I get it. Yeah. That's all we can do. I get it. But what? Okay. So I what get. is your strategy for like, say, a football team? Like, how do you? Yeah. How do you? How? What's the pitch? Filthy. What's the pitch to a disgusting? You know, like we want this brand new stadium to be disinfected and amazing and safe obviously all that stuff yeah but this is like the germiest fullest contact thing you could possibly do those are all words it's pretty germy yeah so an nfl locker room is uh is is definitely on the top of the list as far as uh as far as potential risks so you get 52 guys and athletic staff in there so uh starts with starts with a good good solid uh, disinfection protocol we've got commercial grade equipment we use and stuff that's really safe as as not as non-toxic as possible and and then we we back that up with a lot of indoor air quality monitoring indoor air filtration and things of that nature so two-pronged approach and uh yes we're working really well we had we worked with the chargers through the whole pandemic we even traveled with the team actually disinfecting buses hotels all that other stuff so yeah it's uh it's a lot of work but something we're really happy to do we've got the chargers and rams are both great partners and great clients so we're very lucky Dude, I got to say, man, like one thing I never appreciated was air quality and filtration until those fires last year. So in California, for those listening, there were some crazy fires. And RJ, your house was like in danger at one point. Yeah, we were on the like lockdown zone where we had to pack everything up just in case we had to leave. It was freaky. Yeah, and I I kept like like Hansel and Gretel putting a trail of kindling to your door, hoping the fire would just run. (laughs) But it did. It never... I don't know if I told you that, but it never it never followed it. No, so yeah, whatever. It, we Lucky saw you. it, but yeah, yeah. it never. It You're never like, why is Blay making a giant arrow out of twigs <laughs> for the fire? But uh, but I gotta say, and so I ended up, and I ended up getting like now I'm like heavy into air quality, and it does matter. Air, air filtration is yeah. a big deal, and it's so weird, man. I bought some air purifiers and stuff, and like it's one of these things where like you could actually feel the difference, which is insane. Really. So for those people out there who need that kind of service, Josh, you know, that's right. You're the man. No, absolutely. Yeah. Despite RJ's house on uh, dry timber lane there uh, in LA, but <laughs> dry timber lane. <laughs> yeah. Bad idea to move into dry timber lane. Uh, right off of the gasoline. Uh, yeah. Gasoline. The US Boulevard 101 right gas. Yeah. In the foothills. Uh, yeah. Hilarious, dude. I love yeah. Josh, what are some of the things that you've learned that kind of surprised you getting into this business about like, crazy you know like even like things that we wouldn't normally that layman wouldn't normally know yeah i think the biggest thing that we learn our biggest learning for us is just how many is and it sounds kind of big and scary but how many different viruses and pathogens you're protecting against you know obviously it's you know the business started to really boom during covid for obvious reasons but yeah um and you know outbreaks especially for nfl teams and things like that aren't new you know staff MRSA. there's been a lot of sure. different things that teams have had to contend with yeah. over the years so yeah it's been the biggest thing has just been you know all the different ways we can help and different ways we're protecting and and to your point play too indoor air quality 
I mean, to be frank, you know, we, we were in that space a little bit before the pandemic, but what we've learned through our clinical team, we have a team of doctors and nurses that vet all of our technology and what we've learned through that process, that ideation process and discovery process has been incredible and separating the good from the bad and separating something you might buy at CVS versus a commercial grade purifier and yeah. the different the difference it can have in your overall health and wellness too has, has really been, it's been amazing. So it's been an incredible journey for sure. Wait, can I ask you a question? And this might be a little childish, but it is something I've been wanting to know for a long time because it affects my life on a daily basis. Oh, boy. The five-second rule, dude. If I drop something, all right, is the five-second rule a real thing? Is it like, you know what I'm saying? If I drop something on the ground, should it be a five-second rule? Should I throw it away? Is it longer? Is it a 10-second rule? In your professional opinion, is the five-second rule, does it stand? Uh, so in, my prof- in my professional opinion, if you drop it on the floor, you should throw it away. Uh, have I God observed it? <laughs> on, you know I drop stuff yeah. all the time. That's like uh, half my food. We call him I Droppy. Know, they I call know, me buddy. Dro- Droppy Blay. Droppy Blay. <laughs> I know. You go from Blay. Fourteen hundred to twelve. Fine. It's what it is. You're gonna no. You're gonna you're gonna drop some knowledge on us. Drop some knowledge. I was knowledge. just gonna say you're going from fourteen hundred to thirteen twelve a day. I don't know if you're dropping that ravioli or whatever. It just hits the floor, buddy. You're losing sixty <laughs> cal, so you're you're screwed. I don't that's know what to tell you. You're right, dude. You're yeah. right. It's my, that's uh, my weight loss plan. It's just clumsiness. Yeah. Just, oh, I miss my yeah. mouth. You know, my dad used to get upset because and I still do this, but he's passed away. So he can't get upset. He's now upset at me from the afterlife. Oh, he's still upset. He's still upset. He's spinning in his grave. But whenever I eat anything from a spoon, so like, you know, uh, your chilies, your clam chowders from a bread bowl. uh, Although I'm mostly mostly chewing on that cereal. I have to crouch over. This is a real thing. I have to crouch over like the receptacle because half of it. Dude, that's how you eat all your food. Okay, I know. Blake eats up. food as if someone is ready to steal it. Yeah, and he's like true. hovering over it. His yeah, whole true. body is boxing out against the world eating the food. Throw those bows, man. Throw those elbows. But I will say, uh, when we were on tour, the last tour with Conan, with the stand-ups and stuff, there was a whole photo series of me. <laughs> People took of me, sneaky photos of me eating over trash cans. <laughs> That's a real thing. I'm like a raccoon in the corner, and like, I like. So anyway, all right. Well, all right, wait, listen, let's. You broke my heart there with the five second rule. Sorry, let's buddy. I know. Sorry, let's buddy. get into let's get into football here. Let, speaking of great, players, honestly, he, Josh should food. come back because I need to talk more about dropping food. He's got to come <laughs> yeah. back for another. Trying to get RJ to drop eat food. over trash cans. Eat over trash cans. Yeah, I'm gonna try to convince you to eat over a trash can. That's uh, good. All right. Okay. What, football. You, let's go. Well, let's let's think here. Well, no, wait what, a second. You said RJ and Josh. You said somehow. Uh, so the connection. Yeah. Is you do you work with a lot of these teams, which yeah. is interesting. So you get to see these teams from the inside. You've traveled with these teams. Now, look, man. I'm going to be straight up with you. I don't like football. Uh, so it's this is going to be a hard one for you guys. Too. Yeah. Hard one. Hard it's going to be incredibly difficult. But Josh is the num- like. All right. Yeah. So here's how what's, I know Josh is team, the biggest. Josh? Biggest okay. sports fan I know. He uh, he's a huge New England Patriots fan. I'm a Patriots fan, but I oh boy, full disclosure, I am not a huge football fan. Like I like going to football games, uh, but Josh is Josh is a football fan. Like I'm a baseball fan. He knows every player, all their stats, all the prospects. Everything yeah. obnoxious, he, obnoxious drama. Is the word you're no, it's amazing. Not obnoxious, obnoxious, obnoxious. It's amazing. But here's here's one of the cool things, Josh. Uh, he, there's a couple bars that we've gone to. Josh will go into this bar on football Sunday 
And it's almost as if, you know, when he walks through the door, everyone knows like the football guy is here. Like this Whoa, is the guy, guy. we want to watch football guy. with. Uh, ah, okay. Josh, what was your first like big team that you were into? Was it like your high school team or was it always the Patriots? What, what, what was your first love? What, what drew you in? Always the New England Patriots. Yeah, New England Patriots are the first love. Born and raised in Boston, a diehard Patriots fan. It was a Patriots season ticket a little bit for eight years before I moved to LA. And so, yeah, that was that was the first love. That's how it started. Did you first play love. football in high school or grade school? I did. Yeah, I played football in high school a l- very little bit, and then I realized that if I joined the drama club, nobody would try to hit me. So I made the transition, <laughs> oh, and I did. And I could go to sixth and seventh period, and I could be in the drama club and take photography sixth period, theater seventh period, and nobody would try to kill me. And I didn't have Perfect. to go to gym, so it was really the ultimate. My that's where my sedentary <laughs> lifestyle started. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's been ideal. I was the theater 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 guild. We had mm-hmm. it wasn't even drama club. It was called Theater Guild. Mm-hmm. The nerdiest name ever. <laughs> just, um, <laughs> by the way, it didn't stop me from getting hit, but you know, <laughs> fair enough. Just in a different way. Uh, uh, Josh, yeah. what was the what would you say is your favorite? Do you have a favorite like football moment going to a game? Because you know, when we come back, we'll we'll eventually talk about trying to convince Blade to go to a game with us. But do you have like a story or? a time when you were like, this is the fucking best. Like, do you have a moment when you went to a game that you loved? Yeah. So I went to Super Bowl 40. I've been to two Super Bowls. So I oh went my to God, that's amazing. Jesus Let's Christ. Go right oh to the Super God. Bowl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you asked for the favorite. So uh, Super Bowl 49, Tom Brady against Tom Brady and the Patriots against Russell Wilson in Seattle uh, in Glendale, Arizona. And my wife and I bought the tickets. We just moved to California. We bought the tickets right after the Patriots won the AFC championship game. And the tickets were $1,500 a piece. So oh we spent God. American money, Is American USD, so we spent $1,500. So we spent $3,000 total on these two tickets, which, I, which and I, there, there was a couple of cores lights involved in that purchasing decision. However, uh, over between when we bought the tickets when the AFC Championship game ended, and in between the AFC Championship game and the Championship weekend, which is the AFC and NFC Championship game, are back to back on one Sunday. There's always two week lead up to the Super Bowl. During those two weeks, ticket prices ballooned from fifteen hundred dollars a piece to twenty thousand. People were paying twenty thousand. Oh my god! Dollars and we we oh held we held and we didn't sell our tickets, which I know Blade is going to fall off his chair in a second. We did not sell it, and nobody offered us twenty thousand cash in a briefcase. That probably would have been a little different. <laughs> so, but I I said I'm seeing wow. Tom Brady. I'm I, I'm effectively turning down the opportunity to make forty grand on these seats, and we are we are turning down the opportunity to sell these tickets, and we're going to the game. And the, and as anybody, the football fans listening, the Seattle Seahawks had the ball on the one yard line with almost no time left, and all they had to do is hand it to Marshawn Lynch. They decided to throw the ball. That was the uh, play. I know you've met Marshawn. So drop back to pass. Malcolm Butler yeah, picks the ball off. Yeah. And that's it. And the rest is history. So, so yeah. So we, I mean, and that, you know, I went with my wife and we were able to watch my favorite team, my favorite player win the Super Bowl. We were in the South End Zone watching right down where that play happened. So that was, that's so going to cool. be it. Whoa. Did you, whoa. Here's a question. Like, so wow. when I, I got really lucky a few years ago wow. and got to go to the World Series to see my favorite team, the Red Sox, win the World Series. 
when the game was over at that Super Bowl, did they have to like kick you out or did you just sit there? Because I can imagine, especially after spending so much money, having so, so much, so much like emotional investment into this thing. Once it's over, you probably just don't want to leave the stadium. Did you just stay there? What happened? Yeah, it, it was it was it was it was a, it was a spiritually emotional experience. We uh, we stayed until the bitter end. You know, all of the you know all the pomp and circumstance, the confetti shot off. I caught the confetti and like took some home in my wallet Whoa. to like frame with frame with my tickets, and Whoa. we stayed watched the trophy presentation, everything. So yeah, it was amazing. Wow, did they now? What was the did they have to disinfect your seat because you shit your pants so hard at the end of that game? Enjoy. Somebody probably had that to, was yeah. A, that, I will say, I will say, I'm not a football fan, and that moment was wild. It was crazy. That was a crazy, yeah. crazy moment. The fact you were there for that, close to it, in person, is really impressive. I mean, truly, like, just... That's awesome. Like, I don't like football, but, I mean, you got to appreciate that's, like, one of the most insane things that's happened in sports. The fact that they threw the ball instead of giving it to, like, maybe one of the greatest running backs of all time just to literally take a five-foot step forward with his giant tree trunk legs, and they were like, we're going to throw it! And everyone was like, what the fuck? And that's cool that you were there. That's very cool. So cool. Yeah, very it, cool. Was, like, it was yeah. incredible, and it's it's cool that even as that, I mean, that so that game is a fun fact about that Super Bowl Forty Nine was the most watched event in television history in the United States. Wow. So, wow. uh, and I think 12 of the top 25 are all Super Bowls, but yeah, that's no, I mean, there was so much interest, you know, Brady at the wow. peak of his powers, right. You know, going up yeah, against yeah. Russell Wilson, Marshawn's a huge personality, Gronk, Brady, right. Everything else. So that was incredible. Oh, wow. That's insane, dude. Damn that. You know what? That's great. That's, that's so cool. Moment. Well, you guys are going to try to convince me to try to go see a football game in person uh, you know, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, don't spend $1,500 a ticket on me because I don't know if it's going to happen, but we'll find out. We'll be right back after this break. And we're back. Okay, so we're here with the biggest football fan I know, Josh Wilson. He has an amazing company called Micron Disinfectant. Check them out. Uh, Microdisinfection.com. Disinfection. Not that's right. Disinfectant. Microdisinfection.com. Yeah, yeah. Get exactly. it right, dude. Exactly. Uh, so, all right. Blay. I mean, the, if that story before the break of Josh going to the Super Bowl wasn't enough to get you excited to go to one of these events, I don't know what's going to be. But, all right, listen, man. No, I'm going to say some stuff. Look, okay, first okay. of all, yeah. I went to Michigan State. I was too d- I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Too yeah. dumb to go to University of Michigan, right. which is located there. So I went to Michigan State. Great farm school. Like farming? Uh, like farming? I, great. They had, when I was there, Nick Saban. You, you know, very famous coach. Nick Saban was the coach of the Michigan State University. Where is he coach now, Josh? Like Alabama or something like that? Alabama. Coach, Alabama coach. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Bama. Uh, and... So he was there when I was there. I got my parents bought me season tickets to it's Big Ten, baby. Michigan State Spartans, Big Ten, East Michigan. Let's go, let's go. Sounds like you never even picked them up. I never even picked (laughs) them up. Didn't go to a single game. They refunded the money at the end of the season. Uh, I am a huge, as you guys could probably guess, uh, drunk, and I love to. 
Tailgate, a huge tailgater. I love tailgating. That's my I first point, baby. That's, let's talk about tailgating. It. That's point let's number one. Let's talk about it. No, 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 no. Yes. No. Let me just talk about it. Let me and let me talk about it to you, which is <laughs> why go to the game? I'm having a great time. Why go? I got. I would get woken up with a bloody mary to the face. I guess when you say it like that, it's not really great. Bloody mary to the face uh, by my roommates. We would drink. I don't need to go to the fucking game. I, there's no way watching a bunch of grown men in spandex slam their heads against each other is going to be more fun than me sitting around with this dog. We had named Mara, by the way, Black Lab, great smart dog, uh, hanging out, playing wiffle ball, games on in the background. Why should I go to the game? I'm having a good time. Because, all right, so here's what I'll say. The tailgating is the, and Josh, back me up. I'm sure you have amazing tailgate stories. Tailgating to me is all those things you said. It's so fun. It's, it's the really passing fun. football around. It's, it's really the fun. hanging out. It's the drinking games. You got yeah. TVs on Grilling? with other games. And you stuff. got a grill, bro. You got the grill. You got, if you're in Kentucky, we used to go, and every time we get huge buckets of KFC. I'm not. I'm never going best. to Kentucky. I'm never. Well, that'll be my next podcast. But Josh, I would say, Josh, I feel like you, your grill, your tailgate setup is. It's got to be good. It's got to be really it's good. legit. What is your, what do you, what are you grilling? What's your style? What's your, what's your tailgate style? Are you mixing drinks? Are you, you're opening the trunk and there's a grill inside? What are we doing? Got a big yeah, tent, all, pop-up tent. All that. Yeah. So every, every, every tailgating accessory you can know to man is in the garage. We've got usually working multiple grills. Uh, we're smoking meat, you know, sometimes the what? night before. Oh, smoking Christ. meat, baby. We're, 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 mar- we're marinating, we're marinating, uh, you know, <laughs> two to three days out, a lot of marinating happening to Thursday or Friday. Sometimes the marinating starts. Uh, and then, Ooh. yeah, you just, you typically a signature cocktail, you know, well, be it like a Paloma or a mule or vodka soda, something to that talking. effect. Yep. Right. I know you're a big tequila guy. So there's always a big old bottle of tequila, big bottle of tequila it. going around. And I'm then there. I'm yeah. there. Oh yeah, it's the tailgate is on point. Yep, we got uh, you know multiple multiple types of swine, right? We got everything. Some everything's got some type of bacon on it. <laughs> there's chili. There's chili for days, and uh, yeah. So it's yeah, it's 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 on, it's on point. Yeah. So great. So why Perfect. go into the game? Because why why ruin this good time with a fucking game it. of football? I knew you would say it because all first of all, all good things, as we know, require build up. The tension, the buildup, the uh, the foreplay, if you will, is the, okay. is arguably the best part. Are we gonna have sex? Okay, so I'm 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 jumping on your side, saying <laughs> Josh is like, yeah. I'm jumping on your side and saying, arguably the best part is the foreplay, is the tailgate, is the buildup part. But there's something you're missing, something big you're missing, something cathartic about all that whole community of everyone partying together and then going into a stadium and watching what you've kind of all, all that buildup, you get to watch and you get to yell and you get to let it all out. There's something, and, and everyone has like formed a common enemy. It's like you're, well, you're I tenting, like it's like enemies. you're tenting out, uh, you know, before the big battle and everyone's like getting all ready. And then the next day you're all going to go together. You're all wearing the same clothes. You have a common enemy and you're all going to go yell about it. And there's something super fun and cathartic about it. The cathartic about it. I can't talk. I, I do love enemies. You know how much I love <laughs> common, enemy, common enemy, baby. Enemy. All right. Yeah. No, okay. I, I, I go ahead, Josh. 
No, I was going to say, I, I, RJ, I think I think you got it right. I think, you know, it, it, the foreplay is a great analogy, right? And the climax, if you will, right, is yes. walking into that stadium where, you know, That's shoulder right. to shoulder with thousands of people. And I think, Blay, I think the problem is, I think your challenge as a football fan is your fondest memories of, of, of uh First of all, you know, Michigan State versus Michigan. One of my fa- my favorite college memory was going to the big house, Michigan-Ohio State, by the way, 115,000 strong. Unbelievable. Uh, that's Unbelievable. Great stadium. Great stadium. Unbelievable football town. So I know you're, you're an Ann Arbor guy. Unbelievable football stadium. So um, so as far as going in, so, so what we need to do for you is we need to take that that same big city, big time. You're big time, Blair, right? We need to take He's big, big time. time. He's big time. Big time experience, right? Legions of fans, right? We need to take, we need a big time experience. So what we're going to do for you is take you to a $5 billion palace built by Stan Kroenke in Inglewood, SoFi Stadium. And, and, and see, the thing is, a guy, Blay, a guy like you can't take you and sick you at 427. You know what I mean? That's not going to do. You didn't wait in line for half an hour to take a leak. No, like, you can't sit you in the nosebleeds and have you wait for a 45 minutes for a hot dog. That's not going to happen. Right. So sure. what, you, what, what what I think we need to do is we need club seats, right? We need an environment. We need to set the tone. We need a lounge and experience, right? So we can go and get a I tequila like cocktail. So I'm saying, we, 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 you know, we'll get to the we'll get to the we'll, – the plan has already been crafted. RJ doesn't even know the plan yet, but the plan to get you to a game, <laughs> you're, you're, the Aaron Blair game day experience needs to be carefully manicured, and we've done just that. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm clearly into manicures and mani pedis and. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> that can all be arranged. All right. What's well, okay? Argument. Uh, argument number one: tailgate <laughs> is foreplay. Tailgate. We jizz off together. Common enemy. In the stadium. What is number the whole two? Thing. Uh, the number two, Josh, I kind of want you to go into what you were just saying for number two, um, the game day experience. I want you to pitch play from right after tailgate to when we go into this experience, what is the ride he's going on? Uh, Okay. Set the scene. Argument. Set the scene. I've got a, yeah. I've got a tequila yeah. cocktail. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm, pu- I'm blasting Guster. Guster's uh, blasting. I'm, hang- I'm, hang- I'm hanging out. <laughs> He's got his nerf football. I'm re- I'm ready to roll. I got my fish yeah. sandals on yes. with my feet in the mouths, and so yeah. pitch me on the no, thing. The no, argument number two is the Josh Wilson manicured for right. Blay football experience. Go. That's Perfect. right. So somewhere between when Guster stops and OAR starts, we walk into <laughs> we walk into the stadium. And Blair, now we're not, this is not the cattle call, Blair. We're not walking in like, you know, like a couple oh, of schnooks here, right? We're walking like in. Like a bunch of schnooks. Like a, not a schnook. No, it's not Henry Hilton and the Goodfellas here. We're walking in. We're walking into, we're walking to gate 12 at SoFi Stadium. The the Pachanga gate, SoFi Stadium. VIP. All right. VIP gate. We're walking in. We're taking an, ele- an elevator down. So SoFi Stadium, five of the six levels are below grade. All right. So, so the stadium, because of it's in the approach path for LAX, the stadium is sunk into the ground. So there's only two levels of oh, like SoFi above stadium, grade. like the big house, like correct, like the big house, and you have that's right. Okay. So we're gonna take an, okay. an, an escalator down to our seats, right? And you're gonna be greated by a lounge. Like an elevator up, and then an escalator down. 
No, just an escalator down. I misspoke with the elevator. Oh, okay, I, okay, I got, okay. I got, okay. I got to it. I got too excited. I love escalators. So, I love elevators. We're taking the escalator down to the section, and then the fr- so there's two lounges. So the first lounge you're greeted by is an expansive outdoor lounge with every tree native to California in this lounge, except for the redwood. And they're working on it. Okay, I hate right. Redwoods. They're working. Yeah. On God, it. No, I know. I know. I know. You're not a big, not a big redwood. Get out of here. So <laughs> anti redwood. So you walk in. You're greeted every tree. So first of all, you walk into this massive lounge. This place is a palace, right? So you walk in. That's your first lounge. That's the club lounge. Okay, and that's for some people. But again, not. But that, that's just half the experience. Then you go to your seats. Okay. We're 50-yard line, okay? We're 50-yard line, best seats right. in the house. And then That's when right, you need the a cocktail. It's a 100-yard field, by the way. Okay. Correct. Okay. 100-yard field, thank you. Good to know. Okay. Forget where we're starting Sorry. from here. 100-yard field, 50-yard line, right in the middle. So we're 50-yard okay. line. We are on the aisle. So uh, so when we need to frequently urinate, as men of our age Love do, that. we're Gotta on the aisle. on the aisle. Got to on the aisle. Frequently. I'm throwing rope like every 20. Every 20, <laughs> I'm throwing some thick, Ugh. viscous urine into. Yuck. That's right. Thick, ropey streams of yellow urine. Now, this Straight isn't, uh, Josh, I have to imagine this SoFi Stadium that just opened up. This isn't like your trough urinal situation, no, right? No, yeah, I don't no, do troughs, man. No, these are, these are, these are high, these are high end. I will say, and I don't even want to kind of say this. I was at a bachelor party <laughs> and somebody got really drunk and laid in one of those troughs. Oh, in Vegas. yeah, it was disgusting. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I, know, wait, I have a question about the fifty line thing. There, the, you know what? That's where we need some micron disinfection. Right there. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not getting cover that guy. That person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, just cover that him. Person. In whatever dip him is. in. Yeah. You know, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, they yeah. have the dip. Yeah. The it's just dip the. <laughs> yeah, it's just dip the Han Solo and Carbonite. Just yeah. Douse him in that stuff. Uh, and by the way, he did. I uh, he did say I love you, and I said you too. And he was in the thing, so just it was very Han Solo esque. But I will say, so here's here's a question I've always had. And since you football fanatics are on this are, are on this podcast, why does the fifty yard line matter? Because of the games I've seen on TV, not a lot's happening on the fifty yard line. So why are those great seats? It's kind of like. What the fuck? Like, don't you want to be near the end zone? Why do I want to be in the middle of the field? That's only where they start. It's just like, why Why do Why do I care about the? Why is that such a big deal to be on the 50-yard line? Yeah, Josh, you can take this because, I, I mean, it, the obvious answer is that you can see the most of the field, right? Because oh, if you're on I, one end oh. zone, half it's the game of, is happening on the other side. You can't see shit over I there. I see. So instead of being in an end zone, so where sometimes it's really exciting – Instead, you just choose to have the entire game just mostly shitty because everything is kind of just far away the entire time, right? Is that the yeah. deal? No, so you're okay. so you're you're in a ba- you're in the club balcony here, at play. There's no shit. There's no shit to be seen here. This is all beautiful. Okay. This is all beautiful. Optimal viewing hot dogs because I went to a Dodgers game once, and that was like maybe the greatest game I've ever been to because they were free. I didn't even watch the game. I was just eating the free hot dogs. What like an un- hot dogs was what a segue. That's, those are strong numbers, by the way. But what a segue! So Thank after, you. <laughs> while you're throwing, I'm a pro. <laughs> while you're throwing rope, in between throwing rope, so these seats are in the all-access section of okay. SoFi Stadium. So they're not just club seats; they're club seats inside the club. So within the outdoor, expansive trees, anti-redwood situation, there's the chairman's club, and within the Ooh. chairman's club is a full bar and complimentary food so you go up there all you can eat all you can drink awesome 
I love this. I love yeah. it. This is great. You're speaking my language. You'd, all you had to so, say is free food. Now, Josh, great. let's speak to this point, which is my favorite point. Probably not going to be Blaze's favorite point in football. But one of the reasons I do enjoy football is because it's one of the only sports where weather is a factor. Ah, so I love sure, that there's, sure. uh, you know, yeah. you can have a game where it is pouring down rain. They're still yep. playing where it is yeah. blizzarding. You can't even yep. see the lines on the field. They're still playing. Awesome. It kind of equalizes the game. It's really fun. That's really At great. this experience is old Blay going to be getting uh, doused with snow. Well, I mean, not in LA. Well, I'm if not there's a weird there rain. Uh, why, would I, why would I go to a game? Why are you making this an argument? This is the dumbest thing you've ever said. Okay, go, and Josh. It's a great, and it's a great question. Why you'd go to a game in LA is because this $5 billion palace, they think, believe it or not, they thought of that. So what you've got at SoFi Stadium is you've got a uh, UV-resistant membrane, plastic membrane that covers the top, and both ends are open. What? So both ends are open. So you still get a breeze through like you're in an outdoor stadium. You get sunshine, but you're inside. So if there's any rain or any type of weather whatsoever, you don't to deal with it so it is literally the optimal experience whoa, whoa. yeah it's 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 incredible oh so yeah we go there Dude, for frequently. Went, so one of the one of the clueless gamers they we did at at&t stadium which was awesome and it's this huge you know multi-billion dollar stadium because we're going to play games on the huge screen and so i got to be like in charge of the stadium for the day or whatever and i remember we get there at like four in the morning and we're trying because we had to hook up Basically, my PlayStation. Giant <laughs> Hook screen. up your PlayStation to it was the Jumbotron. <laughs> it was insane. And you know wow. actually how they ended up doing it? was, And like a 22-year-old kid is like in charge of it. Oh, my God. And at the time. And the way we actually ended up doing it was he brought out a no shit, like an old VHS VCR. And we had to like run it through this VCR to put it up. What? It was crazy, dude. It was insane. Anyway, but my whole point is in the beginning, they were, they were doing construction. And so... They were taking trash off the roof with the with this giant transport helicopter. And I was like, oh, my God, we have to we have to close this roof or this isn't going to work. And they were and I was like, and they're like, we got to finish taking the trash off. I was like, oh, my God. And we could see the thing. And then finally they closed the roof, dude. And it was awesome. It's like, all right, we're closing the roof. It's like, close the roof. It was like wild. It's like Star Wars. Yeah, it was like the scale you're dealing with. And with these football stadiums is is Bonkers. And so it's like that memory. I mean, that's wild to think about. Yeah, it was a crazy experience. But well, that's uh, a, okay. that's a, that's a right. nice segue into my final point, okay, which great. you have some experience with already, Blay, which is being turned down by women. No, which okay. is well. the characters that are involved with football, the, the ah. personalities. Ah, you okay. have had the opportunity okay. to meet Tom Brady, Josh's favorite yeah. player. You've had the opportunity yep. to meet Gronk, Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, yep. which is super cool. So the players and the storylines that kind of go along with there's always a dynasty to overthrow in Von Miller. There's always a David and a Goliath type of thing. There's always the Marshawn Lynch type player who is a huge fan favorite, but like the press can't stand him because he won't give them what they want and stuff like that. The drama that comes with the players is one of my favorite parts about sports in general, but I think football has some of the better, more extreme I, I, I agree with that. I, I, I definitely agree with you and this point. And this is, you know, I'm a huge sucker for this. I think I think football has the most epic storylines. Great story of lines. any sport of any sport. I You know, baseball kind of gets you there, but nothing's like football, man. It's yeah. the closest thing to like battle. Yeah. So I 
I agree. I, I totally agree. Um, and yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I have nothing to say on that point. You got me. That's it. I got to hear I, but I got to hear Josh, Josh. Who are your yeah. favorite all time personalities in football? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing that the, the modern day gladiator 11 on 11, right? I mean, that's, you know, not enough can be made about that's that. Great. But I, I think, I mean, my, my favorite player obviously is, is Tom Brady. Now from a personality standpoint, you know, of course he's, he's got a really carefully uh, manicured image, which his appearance, if you saw it on the shop. Uh, this uh, last week was pretty incredible on LeBron's show, but um, he started to open oh, up a little. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. He started to open up a little bit later in his career. It was really fun, but yeah, I mean, guys like Gronk, you know, are amazing, right? You know, just two complete showmen, right? Uh, smart, you know, smarter than you think. You know, has, hasn't spent a penny. You know, great stat about Rob Gronkowski. He's never spent a dollar he's made in football. He's lived off of his only off of his endorsements. Wow. His entire career. Wow. So, um, yeah, incredible yeah. guy. And, yeah, I think, I mean, in going back, you know, you look at guys like guys like Lawrence Taylor, you know, Joe Namath, um, you know, even guys like Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. I mean, you know, guys that are kind of understated, but just incredible personalities. Um, and, and I think you look in the game Dick today. Dick Buckus, who went on to star in My Two Dads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ronnie. Ronnie Lott, who got his, he's got his one of his fingers pinched between two helmets, and told him to take the tip of it off during a game so he could tape that up and went back in and played. Whoa! Yes. Awesome. True story. So, Randy Moss, guys like that, guys that make the game a lot of fun. So compelling stuff. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I, no, I, I, that's the easiest point you've ever had to argue. Yeah. I completely agree. That was. Uh, all right. Well, you know, we've I've heard uh, I've heard Josh and I've heard RJ speak on why they love football and why they love live football and why I should accompany them to a game. We'll hear the verdict right after these messages. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. So we're here with Josh Wilson. We're arguing that Blay should come with us to a football game. Yeah. It seems pretty easy to me. Uh, so we've had three main points. I'm going to go over them real quick. The first one is the tailgating, the buildup, the foreplay, and then maxing that out with the old cathartic experience of walking into the stadium with all those people. It's, a, it's something you can't really replicate. It's an incredible experience with all that buildup. Number two, you're going to get the most insane VIP Josh Wilson, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles experience. It will be like unlike any other football experience. This is going to be like going to a high school football game or a dirty trough peeing in football game in college. This is going to be first class VIP Josh Wilson experience. And then my third argument is the one you can't argue against. You're right. It's the players, the personalities, the storylines that come along with football going into battle the story of the dude getting his finger smashed between helmets that Josh told is insane. Uh, your mic went out. No. Oh, wait. Talk. Am I back? Am I back? Am I yeah, back? You're back. You're back. It's insane. And yeah. So, uh, Josh, anything to wrap it up here? What's the, if you could all, if you could just put it into one more reason why Blaze should come with us, what do you got? We got the date circled on the calendar. We're December 5th, the Rams against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And just to sweeten the pot, the Jags will be bringing to town the number one overall pick in this year's draft, Trevor Lawrence. The best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in college history. Come with Urban Meyer, coach of 
used to be the coach of the Ohio State University, bringing the newly rebuilt Jags to town. So you've got the number one overall pick coming to a $5 billion stadium, club Woo. seats, ready to go, 50-yard line. Blay, what do you say? Okay, so here's the thing, man. Let's work backwards. I do love stories. I love stories. I love these players. That's amazing. That's incredible. I love it. I, Josh, I love you to death. I love your experiences. We, we've had some epic times together already in life. We will continue to have amazing other epic times. I don't. The thing is, I think you kind of there, there's one thing you argue you didn't hit upon. Uh, and, I don't think and, so. But I will say for, for the, the, the tailgating thing. I just I love tailgating. I love that. I love the party. I love all that stuff. It is a letdown to then go and sit in a fucking stadium and watch a bunch of dudes run around. I just I don't agree that it's more fun than tailgating. It feels like stopping the party to go to school is what it feels like. Like we're at recess. This is awesome. And then like, oh, let's go sit in a fucking stadium and watch. So, But the thing I think that you that that ties into your third argument that I think maybe you 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 didn't realize is i'm a huge nerd yeah and i like i like these epic tales as a nerd i don't quite understand what's happening in football all right yeah so being in the stadium versus watching it on tv i need the storylines being told to me by the announcers I don't know it. I, so I'm sitting in the stadium. I'm losing my greatest tool of why I would like to watch football, which totally. is the guys explaining why it's a it's a crazy thing. The, you know, the Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line. If I was at that game, uh, I would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would have no fucking clue be why it's so exciting. Yeah, I would miss on the drama. Plus, I love and this is so nerdy. They have so many cool camera angles, no. man. Like they're t- they're turning the NFL into Madden. They so, really are, and I love that. Like the fly by wire yeah. thing, and I love all that shit. And I miss out on it watching the actual game. This so, to this to this point, I was just gonna say this is the this is what I was hoping you wouldn't remember or realize or whatever. Because right. This is the biggest argument for not going to a football game. Yeah. Like Josh said earlier. Some of the biggest things ever watched on TV are football games. And right. Part of that reason is it's just a super well-produced TV. Right. It's show. great. It's like the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, that's why the Super Bowl. But I think so that, look, for that reason, I got to say no. no. I got to say no. Because, no. look, I, I, I will party with you. I will party with you. You'll and smoke those, smoke that least. swine and fucking and and all that stuff. You guys then don't waste a ticket on me. You guys go into the game. I'm going to keep the grill hot. I'm going fu- to flip the burgers. And then you come back out and we'll keep partying. I, 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 it just, it loses so much for me. The thing is, I, since I'm not a sports fan, like, Josh, all the things you said, great points. And all the things you said, I agree with for sure. Like, I 100% agree. But it's just not that exciting to me to be there because I don't really care as much. Here's a great example. We did a clueless game with Tom Brady and most of the Patriots and Dwight Freeney from uh, the Hawks. That crazy year where Brady came back and scored like 50 points and was insane. Remember that? 
And every, everyone is there. Aaron Andrews is there. Everyone is there, right? And Brady gets there, and everyone in the room freezes. Conan, everyone freezes. Like, cause, and he goes, hey, he's like, hey, the talent's here. You know, real talent's here. It's like a joke or whatever, and everybody laughs. <laughs> and then it was like dead silence for a second, and I don't care. So I was like, hey, Tom, what's up, man? I'm here. He goes, hey, what's up? He's like, how you doing, man? He was really cool. And I was like, let me introduce you to Conan. Because I didn't, I didn't care. Like seeing him in person, it was cool. But you like, starstruck. I'm not starstruck because for me, that's not the kind of celebrity I get starstruck by. So being seeing a game in person is actually for me because I'm dumb and I don't know stuff. It, it's it's less. It's like it, it it gives me less enjoyment. Yeah. However, you know, like being with you guys gives me a lot of enjoyment. So don't waste the ticket on me, bro. <laughs> Just spend that money on extra tequila, and I'm there. That's what about what about the Oculus, RJ? So so this this so at SoFi the Oculus at SoFi, you've got the largest scoreboard in sports, circular, double sided, and as far as stats, replays, everything you need to see, every seat in SoFi Stadium is like you're looking at a 55 inch TV. So as far as somebody who's new to the game and being able to see a replay, don't fifteen hundred dollars a ticket. Don't waste the money, dude. Think how much. Think how many ribs that could buy. Think of those delicious. That's a lot of ribs, dude. You guys go enjoy the game. I'm not saying, by the way, I'm not saying don't go to a game. We've argued stuff before in the past where I'm like, well, this is a dumb idea. Oh, I am like a hundred percent go for it, do it. It's just not for me. It's just not for me, so I can't do it. RJ, what is the charity you're going to be donating to? I'm going to be donating to Good Sports. We're going to help out the kids with their shark shoes or whatever. Uh, If you guys also want to donate to a great cause, you can go to goodsports.org. Josh Wilson, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. I am still going to go to a game with you. That's right. I'll I'll be there to tailgate. I'll be there to tailgating. It'll be great. Uh, uh, please make sure. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. I was just going to say, remember to check out Josh and uh, get all your Micron disinfection needs at microndisinfection.com. You can tune in to new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review and tell your friends. And if there's something you want us to debate, send us an email at hearmeouthearmeout at gmail.com. Thank you, Brett Kushner, for producing the podcast. Strange Hotels for the theme song. We'll see you next week.